You're listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht, Benjamin Pieske and Sam Gartner designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today we are talking about how to ask for more money or for a promotion. Stay tuned and now the music. I started early in my career, I had no clue, really no clue about this topic. And even over time, I learned it, let's say, the hard way. I made lots of mistakes and that's completely fine. There's a couple of things that are really, really important uh, that I learned over the years. And of course, the overall setting depends a little bit on the setup. So. In a very big company, it will be a little bit different or very different than in a very small company where you may directly negotiate with the owner of the CRO or something like this. So take this and learn from it and all the best for your next negotiation for your promotion. I'm producing this podcast in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video-on-demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars, and much, much more. The reduced rate is only £20 for non-high-income countries and £95 for high-income countries annually. Check out the PSI website at psiweb.org and become a PSI member today. Welcome to another episode of The Effective Statistician. Today we are talking about how to ask for more money or for promotion. Well, the first thing is, of course, you need to know the process. Whenever you're working in a bigger company, in you know some companies that has a build-up HR system and a couple of different layers, and there's you know more statisticians there, there's more programmers. There's usually some kind of process. You can only apply for a promotion at a certain time in the year. Maybe there are certain criteria that you need to fulfill. Maybe there are certain kind of requirements that you need to meet. Maybe there's some kind of grid that shows, okay, for that level, you need to have demonstrated these kind of skills. For that level, you need to have demonstrated these kind of skills. So understand that. Also understand who's involved in the process. Who makes the decisions? Is it your supervisor? Is it your step supervisor? Is there a committee? If there is, you need to understand these people and they need to know you. If they don't know you, likely it will be an uphill battle to get any kind of promotion. Also, in terms of money, you know, there is usually some kind of process. And you need to understand how this process works. Have a discussion with your supervisor. 
when is the budget coming? On which, you know, topics does it depend whether you get more money? Does he have the freedom? Is there some kind of other things he can do? You know, there's money is just one thing. Maybe there's some other perks that he has better access to. Maybe he can put you on a training more easily because he has some kind of training budget. Or maybe he can help you to work more from home. Or maybe he can help you to get to a specific conference that you would like to get to. Money is just one thing. You know, maybe there's other things in the process as well. So understand these processes, understand the rules behind it, the written and the unwritten rules, and see what's there. And then over the time, before you actually ask for more money or promotion, document how you have helped to achieve your company, your organization goals. Hopefully you already know these, If you don't, then, well, you have a clear task now. Understand what is your organizational goals? What are is your supervisor's goals? What are your step supervisor's goals? How are they measured? Because you want to help them to achieve their goals. You want to help achieve your company's goals. If you work on something that doesn't support that, maybe you don't need to work on that at all. Also, understand your market value. Where are you compared to others at a similar level? And market is, of course, here something really specific. It usually depends on the location. Yeah, so if you're located in Germany, don't compare yourself with someone that is located in the US. If you really only want to you know, work in, I don't know, Idaho, then only compare yourself to other statisticians that have a similar situation. And of course, then only those jobs apply where you can actually live in Idaho. Yeah. So if you, you can't compare your salary to someone that works in San Diego, if the job requires them to be in San Diego. It's just a different market. So the market, of course, depends on your mobility. So if you, for example, work in Spain, but you can easily, you know, move to Germany, that already might come with a very, very different market. But of course, it also comes with different costs of living and all kinds of other things. So understand what is your market and understand what is your market value within it. For that, actually helps to, from time to time, to check what is out there and maybe even apply. Even if it's just for understanding your market value and maybe it's just for having a pulse on the market value, having a pulse on what's going on. Is there, you know, an employer market or is there an employee market? I think for statisticians, for years, it's an employee market where the employees are in a much better kind of situation because there's lots of open positions and you can apply likely for many positions. And so if you're really good 
if you uh, can work in different environments, if there's, you know, lots of, or maybe you can work from home for lots of different companies, yeah, then have a look into that and see whether there's something open. And you'll also train your skills in terms of selling yourself, in terms of going through a hiring process successfully. Maybe even if you don't really, really need it, maybe something positive comes out of it, but you'll always learn. So invest some time into that. And of course, that will also help you to understand where you are in the company. Yeah, maybe the company is really kind of paying far below market value or far above market value. Yeah, so, and of course, paying, I mean, all benefits included. So understand that. If you want to ask for more money or promotion, you also need to have allies outside of, you know, your team. You need to have people that have recommended you, people that have praised you. If, don't know, the VP of medical said, great job done, yeah? Save that email, send it to your supervisor. And these kind of stories will help you to show how you have changed a project, how you have impacted a compound, how you have helped the company to achieve its goals. Often, of course, we work in teams. And now it becomes a little bit tricky. We are rewarded for kind of um, team behavior and all these kind of different things. But when it comes to promotion, it's very often about what was your unique contribution? What was it very specifically that you did that help to move the project forward. Maybe it was you helped that, you know, in terms of negotiation within the, the team. Maybe you helped to kind of solve a couple of conflicts. Or maybe it was some kind of very, very technical thing, like you did all the simulations to understand the probability of success for the project. Or maybe you came up with a very innovative way to analyze or visualize or communicate the data. Or maybe, you know, you had the idea for the study or you had the idea for the specific project and you convinced others to act on it. So all these kind of different things have a thought about what was your unique contribution. If you want to explain that, there is a really nice framework that I very often recommend. It's a STAR framework. S-T-A-R. STAR is for situation. So what was the specific situation that you were in? T is for task. What was the task that was on your plate? Action now describes specifically what you have done here. So not just I fulfilled the task, but what have you done specifically? Have you pulled in other people? Have you, you know, created alignment? What have you done? R is a result. 
What's the impact? Did it change the needle? Did it help others to make a decision? What was the outcome? And that is a really, really critical piece. I once was kind of working in a team and that completely went off a tangent and some team members thought, oh yeah, we need to create here some kind of probability or success. And then they did lots of simulation studies, but they couldn't tell what was the impact. They didn't know whether it was helpful to solve overall the business problem. And that's really bad. You need to understand what was actually the impact. Now for promotions, more money. Uh, one other thing is of course important. You get already paid for delivering value. So you'll only get an increase if you over deliver on your expectations. So if everything you do is already expected from you, is just kind of in line with your current role, there's no reason to pay you more. There's no reason to promote you. You basically need to already play on the next level before you get promoted. You need to have demonstrated that you can act on this level, that you already deliver value on this level. So think about that. What is on the next level? What's happening there? Look around other colleagues that are already working on this level. What do they do that you don't do? So, of course, the positive things. Yeah, <laughs> Don't try to copy the negative things. Understand that. Maybe have a discussion with them. What helped them to get to this level? Have a discussion with your supervisor. How does your supervisor understand where you are, where the gaps? And of course, that also comes back to your development plan. Yeah. So if you want to ask for money tomorrow, but you didn't have done your homework, probably bad timing. So prepare for asking for more money, prepare for asking for a promotion over time and then get the timing right. Yeah, Timing is really, really important. Of course, from a process perspective, it's really important. If you know the promotion process just ended, it's probably pretty difficult to ask for a promotion. It's probably good then to have a discussion about what the next promotion cycle is and when that will start and what will be required. Also, if your company just have, you know, laid off lots of different people, maybe not the best time to ask for more money. <laughs> so think about that. Yeah. Have in mind what is the overall uh, situation within the company. Is it growing? Is it stagnant? Is there currently a lack of resources? Where are you? What is the state of the company? And then, you know, have all these different things in mind. At the end, I also want to talk about a couple of don'ts. What you shouldn't do or never do. First, never bring in your personal situation. I now have a longer commute. I'm buying a house. My spouse got laid off, whatsoever. 
These are not reasons for your company to give you more money. It's not a charity organization. And even if it is, they will give it to someone else. So come with the values that you bring, not with your personal situation. Second, be prepared to be challenged. I hardly ever think that, you know, when you ask for more money or for promotion, the other person will Oh, sure. How much do you want? Be ready. Yeah. Don't come unprepared with these kind of things. That's highly unprofessional and will only kind of make it harder for you next time. Also, ask for what your supervisor or company cannot provide. There's probably certain rules from HR or whatsoever that just that's Not what we do. For example, if you ask for a company car, but nobody in your company, or at least your level, has one, it's probably difficult. Yeah? Or a long shot. If your supervisor is not allowed to give you more freedom in terms of working from home, don't ask for it. Yeah? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, maybe you can find out what's allowed and what's not allowed by looking into kind of HR rules or kind of having a discussion about, you know, generally benefits with, with your supervisor over lunch or something like this. You know, you can ask for these kind of things and the situation and stuff like that also in a just general discussion, you know, where you're not directly asking for, I want a company car or something like that. So be aware about what's possible and make sure that you can demonstrate the value, the value you bring to your organization that is beyond expectations already. If you have that clear and if you can show that consistently, yeah, that is also really important. Just because you delivered this one nice project will not change things. You need to have delivered it consistently over time. Yeah? Just because you have done one database log really nice, that doesn't mean a lot. Yeah? If you have shown consistently delivering value beyond expectations, and consistently, of course, kind of depends on where you are and what is the requirement for promotions. Maybe it's, you know, a year consistently working above or maybe two years that always depends a little bit on the company culture and also of course depends on how big the steps are in terms of promotion yeah if there's only let's say three levels within the company then the steps are probably bigger if you have 20 levels then the steps are probably smaller and the process will look very very different or maybe there's you know certain steps that are specifically big Yeah, and others are smaller. So know about these kind of different things before you go into these discussions. Don't come unprepared. If you have any thoughts about this, send me a message on LinkedIn. I'm always really, really happy to have a discussion about this on LinkedIn and help you to progress. <music> 
this show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain who helps with the show in the background and thank you for listening. Check out the EffectiveStatStation.com for the show notes and lots, lots of more things you can learn to boost your career as a statistician in the health sector. And of course, then to harvest all the things that you invested. There's also the Effective Statistician Leadership Program. We are starting the enrollment for that soon again. So stay tuned for that. Reach your potential, lead great time.